And now, a word about our sponsor. The Kinky Boys podcast is brought to you by How to Kill a Superhero, the BDSM book series by author Pablo Green. If you ever fantasized about a juicy muscle beast encased in lycra, bound and gagged, then your moment has arrived. This book series is for fans of superhero fetish, bondage, and transformation fetishes. The books are available in paperback and Kindle at the Amazon store in 13 countries. Book 3, Transformation Fetish, is out now. And I can tell you folks, it's a brilliant, brilliant read. Try it out yourself. The Kinky Boys Podcast. Exploring one kink at a time. Welcome to the Kinky Boys podcast. I'm Craig, and today we're continuing on from last uh, episode and talking about kink communities in different parts of the world. Uh, today I have a guest, uh, Daniel, who's uh, from Hungary, and he's going to talk to us about the Hungary kink scene, as well as a very impressive event he's organised. Uh, hello. Hello. Hi there. So tell us a bit about yourself. Well, I guess you are interested in uh, kinky things and, <laughs> and not not in like everyday type of things so yeah daniel i'm going to be 30 this year uh-huh. um and uh, people are very surprised usually when i tell them that uh, i've been in this lifetime lifestyle for 15 years because that's when i realized i was around 14 when i realized that i like and the internet's the name and things like that um, I consider myself as a switcher. Uh, if they ask about the percentage, I say I'm um, 80% submissive, 20% dominant. Um, about events, um, kinky events, uh, I have organized uh, parties, BDSM parties for two years. Cool. Here in Budapest, Hungary, but there were some problems we we even had a club for two months but there were problems with the owner and yeah you know so now now uh i am not doing parties which is bad on one hand but on the other hand uh, i told to my kinky friends that i wouldn't have enough time to run parties and organize such a big event at the same time oh so it sort of led you on to try something new oh very good yeah i, I mean I, I i wanted to i didn't want to quit doing the parties mm-hmm. but now i feel like leave because i don't have to do the two things at the same time yeah and uh can you give us a little rundown of generally what you're into into personally what sort of kinks you have what what you do as play mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well when someone asks me this question i i usually say what are the things what i don't do <laughs> because <laughs> i like to do too many many things um as I said, I'm mainly on the submissive side, so I really like foot and boot worship, and um, I have lots of fetishes like armpit and uh, leather and um, long hair. Um, I I really like to be humiliated verbally. Um, I real I'm really into racial play, which I know is a very controversial issue, at least. Uh-huh. I thought many people, and it's it 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 was controversial for them. Um, well, what what else? Mm, uh, yeah, I'm really into puppy play and pony mm-hmm. play also. 
Oh, I've never met anyone into pony. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, um, I used to do many many videos, mm-hmm. um, which are some of them are available for free on the internet. Uh, uh, the video pony play too, and uh, it was it was very popular. So I think these are the things what I can think of now. Oh, cool. Um, I mean, I have always wanted to do an episode on me because it is such a fascinating subject. I mean, obviously, it pushes a lot of taboo buttons for how society. So it is something I would like to talk. Um, so yeah, let's see. So I just wanted to first start off talking about um, getting us so our listeners can get a sense of um, what the kink community is like in Hungary. I mean, uh, say, so you've lived all your life in Hungary? Um the rest i i've lived uh, in the united states for one year uh-huh. as an exchange student with the uh, rotary mm-hmm. in new york state and uh, i also lived uh, in ireland dublin for uh, one semester while i studied at the university oh cool so, so i have spent about one and a half years abroad cool so um so in that time did you visit uh, new york or ireland's kink scene or get involved in them no not, not, not really. When I was in the U.S., I was eighteen, mm-hmm. and and Rotary is very strict, especially in the U.S. So because you know they have this law about alcohol, and I was eighteen, yeah. oh, I could yeah. only drink two two beers <laughs> during <laughs> one year. And uh, when I was in Ireland, um, well, I was uh, really preparing for doing my master's thesis so i was focusing on on studying so so i haven't really even tried to to get involved in the irish scene uh, but i've just recently heard that they have a really good scene in in dublin so unfortunately i haven't haven't been involved abroad but mm. i hope i will in the future cool. um so yeah if we could talk a bit about um how the scene is in mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how would you describe it? Just is it quite large? Is it quite small? Is it very interwoven? Is it disparadic, coordinated? How, how would you describe? So good, what be uh, large and disparadic? These are the team. Hold on, just a second. What I would say. Uh, okay. You're breaking. So if we just wait, right? It looks like you're back. So just start from there. Start again. Okay. So I think the two words what you use, the two expressions, large and disparatic, are really good words to you uh, use for the to be for the Hungarian uh, kinky community, because if there are thousands of people or even more who are interested in BDSM, mm-hmm. um, it's very hard to to organize parties frequently because. In Budapest, that's like the only big city in Hungary mm-hmm. uh, with two million people. Uh, even in Budapest, it's it's hard uh, to get the people involved. Either because they don't know that there is a party, because they are not checking fat life. I mean, in Hungary, most of the people are not even on fat life. But they are not gathering the information. That's one part of people. And the other part are just afraid. Because what will happen? Because, you know, in Hungary, there used to be a BDSM club mm-hmm. called uh, SM Spa. But it's really, we don't really have this, this, this culture of, of um, having such facilities. So people, many people are afraid. Many people are not informed well mm-hmm. about the, the events. Um, so I think 
really disorganized here. That's that's the main problem, I would say. So we have many people say we have a community. Uh -huh. So not like a real community, but it's like a huge amount of people who don't form a real community, but they share the same interest. Right. So it's not like in the US where there are concerted events and coordinated titles. There's none of that. Well, well last year uh, I did... Um, Uh, Hungarian BDSM award. Mm -hmm. uh, it was my idea following the Western um, kinky culture. So we gave certificates and 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 uh, some gifts for for the people. I don't know how it goes uh, um, in other countries, but we tried to gather votes, and then uh, we had a, how do you say that some judges uh -huh. who they were like. All, all of the votes and then uh, the judges had to decide the first three so it wasn't like only one person is going to be i don't know the best professional mistress there is going to be the best one the second best and the third best mm -hmm. so i'm trying to do this uh, this year also so really uh, trying to put together the the hungarian uh, scene but uh, what i thought to 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 dart a master dart already that I'm on one hand, I'm really sad because I feel like that my own community doesn't give me enough support. But on the other hand, I'm really glad like people like him and some other people from other countries are supporting uh, our goal and supporting me and uh, giving me ideas and uh, and helping me like to get in touch with you. So mm. that's 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 thing. Uh, that things will change here and just yeah. i think i even wrote an essay about this i think that the problem with hungary is that it's a post-socialist country so we are like 50 years behind because mm -hmm. during the socialist era people even if they wanted they couldn't express sexually so i think that's why probably they are afraid because they have this reflex that oh if i do something they might arrest me yeah which is understandable deep-seated fears like that can be take a very long time to change evolve and it is very interesting to see i mean if you say you've written an essay about it uh would you be right if i put would i be able to put a link to it in the show notes for this episode so people can read it uh well i i'm not sure let me check fat life because uh It's there. I'm not sure if it's only about this, but I, I know it's included. But yes, I will send you the link. Let oh. me find it. But we can keep talking. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to do it now. I'm just talking about okay. uh, once the episode's um, set to air, we can put it in the post. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, yeah, obviously it's an uphill struggle to try and get people to really connect. How, how have you gone about trying to get people? To connect? Yeah to, yeah, to sort of evolve in. Well, uh... As I told you, unfortunately, most Hungarians are not active on fat life. But there are many Facebook groups. And mainly people um, post pictures, like from the internet, to those groups. Mm -hmm. But I try to, to join to those groups and try to tell them that, okay, or I used to do that while I was running parties, that, mm -hmm. okay, there is going to be a party and uh, you should come and you should try or you you should just look around how it looks like um and i also 
I'm glad that uh, there were people who were recommending their friends. Um, they were like, "Would you mind if I if I uh, called one of my friends to come?" And I was like, uh, "No, just you should know that you are responsible for the person." If she or he does something bad, then it's also your responsibility. Mm-hmm. So we were we were able to grow, but the problem was that uh, many people don't even read, you know, not even their messages mm-hmm. or not the posts and things like that. So if I cannot reach them, if they don't read what I write, then it's sort of it's sort of hard. But um, yeah, so that 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 that. But but uh, but I am sort of proud of myself because uh, there are actually people who for the first time at my events. There there is uh, actually three couples who became couples at not at the party, but that was the first time when they met. Oh, that's great! So. Once you get people going to the parties, do you find they stay in touch and you communicate with them more easily? Yeah, yeah, um, yes, I think so. Uh, I also have a secret Facebook group, Mm -hmm. which means it's unlike closed groups, uh, people cannot search for that group on Facebook and uh, they cannot see it, so they cannot see the members. So so I have a, a Facebook group for the events. Now I use it to advertise the conference. Um... But yes, and members can see each other there. That oh, he's in the group. I am in the group, so they can get in touch with each other easily. Oh, cool. So you basically have to use essentially what's non-kink uh, sites, basically vanilla social media to try and form these yes. connection groups. Yeah, we we have one big kinky site. It's called smpixie.com. Uh huh. But. I don't really want to talk about it because I don't want to say bad things and I and I cannot and I cannot say good things about it so yeah and many Hungarians most of the Hungarian kingsters don't use fat life mainly because of language issues that they don't speak English and they are afraid that what will happen if you know someone writes to them in English and yeah so it needs a much more localized site I mean does um recon have any sort of presence excuse me can you repeat it please recon recon.com it's one of the more popular fetish sites in the uk and the u.s mm-hmm. but they tend to have um international versions like france germany i don't think they're allowed in china but i know they're quite big in japan as well no i, I don't I, I think i would know about it I, I don't think that we have that okay so i've talked a bit about um hungarian kinks you yourself are trying to promote a very specific event um could you tell us about this event you've got coming yes first uh let's start with a short history Uh um at the parties many times i was giving uh, short classes about different things in in bdsm bdsm and and the world of fetishes then um I have an age play relationship. Uh, I have a, a mommy, and um, mm-hmm. last year, uh, or the, no, not last year, in 2004, uh, 14, she, she mm-hmm. told me that there is going to be a BDSM conference in Rome. Uh, and uh, I said, yeah, it's great, we should go. So we went there, it was great. And uh, then that was the second one. I didn't know about uh-huh. the first one. And then we went again this year. But after the first year, I was like, we have to do something like that in Hungary because it's a really good way to to unite mm-hmm. theory and practice. 
So this year, when I went there, and it was a great conference again this year, I tried to examine how it works and um, what do you have to do as an organizer? How, how do you have to prepare? So um, what's my purpose or what's our purpose? Um, I think the main purpose is, or that's what, what, what I believe in, is to improve the culture of King BDSM and fetishes in Hungary. What do I mean by that? Mm -hmm. uh, like many basic expressions are there, which Hungarians are not aware of, like proper negotiation before the scene. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I've visited more than a dozen of professional mistresses and none of them asked me, do you have any medical conditions? And, and when I was playing with an Italian mistress, I just realized after the play that she was a novice professional, but she asked me, and I played with an English lady in Rome and also a Dutch lady, and they all mm -hmm. asked me in Hungary, and uh, I'm not trying to ashamed them. That's because we don't have a culture of BDSM here. Mm -hmm. Also, the part aftercare, they are not, I mean, some people are aware of it, but some people or mo the majority of the people are not, how to to treat the the injuries, how to, uh -huh. what sort of things um, you have to do. Like once they uh, spanked my tongue with, um, how do you call that, like pins or something like uh -huh. that. Uh -huh. And uh, there were those things what you have to put on injuries. And uh, they said, I should use the same thing for my tongue as mm. for my skin. And I told them, Oh, no, no, I, no, no, I don't no. want to be poisoned. Then I asked someone yeah. who is uh, very keen on aftercare, and he told me that, no, Dan, there, you were right. There are completely different things for something oral yeah, than, yeah. than their outer skin. And it wasn't that they wanted me to die or they wanted to poison me. They just were not aware that you cannot use the same thing orally as for the outer yeah, yeah. skin. And I could mention many more things from permanent uh, uh, damage, which can be done. It's negotiated, at least. That, uh, so there are many things what they have to, we have to improve in. I know that I also have to improve in many things. So uh, in Hungary, many people told me that, oh, BDSM is only about emotions and passion and things like that. I told them, yeah, that's also very important. But you have to know what you are doing and you have to know what you are capable of. Like, yeah, what, what, what we're doing in the fetish scene can be very dangerous. And there have been friends of friends who have sadly died from oh. stuff like breath. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry uh, I mean, it's never one I personally knew, but mm -hmm. these things do happen. You need to know the safety and consequences of what you are doing. Yeah. I totally agree. So sorry, I interrupted. So it's it's okay. So that's yeah. that's um what I want to promote in Hungary. That mm -hmm. of course BDSM is about enjoy yourself and make your partner mm -hmm. feel happy. But like uh, there was a guy um, who is a friend uh, of my mistress, and uh, he wrote to me on Facebook, and he said they want to start knife play, and uh, he has been into BDSM for a long time on the submissive side. But his girlfriend is very new to the lifestyle and uh, she's on the dominant side. 
not my mistress, but the girlfriend. And the guy said they want to start night play. Uh, and I told him, okay, I've just been to Rome and I've seen very great things with knife play. But first, you should practice or you should at least watch some YouTube videos or something, not just mm -hmm. jump into the middle because she has never done this before. And uh, I was like, please talk to someone else about this. And he was like, oh, my girlfriend is very shy and and she 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 doesn't really even want to talk to me about these things and i was like okay just please understand i don't want you to be get seriously hurt or dead because knife play even if you do it gently it can be very dangerous if you cut the wrong place oh yeah yeah it's something you really need to know what you're doing yeah and he was like okay you you must be right but she's just shy so i i saw on facebook um, a post about BDSM from them. So they are alive. <laughs> That's good. They didn't kill each other, but I'm still afraid that um, people in Hungary don't really realize, like I have, um, um, I won't tell many things about him, but he is in Hungary now and uh, he goes to San Francisco like twice a week for BDSM education. They That's have really different bad. classes, like, I don't know, bondage <laughs> and flogging and things like that. So I know in the US, there is a huge culture of BDSM education. In Hungary, people are like, why do you want to teach it? it it's, it's in you. And I'm like, okay, it's in you. But if you don't know what to do, do you want to kill someone? Are you okay? Yeah, the desire is there, but that does not mean you have the knowledge. Yeah, I totally agree. So with this event is, so it's going to be purely educational? Is there any going no, to be like, okay, no. so... No, no, it's it's going to be... So I told all uh, the Hungarian presenters because the internationals who are invited, I know all of them personally. So I know that they know what they are doing. For the Hungarians, it's going to be the first time because they haven't been abroad or have been... I mean, have been abroad but haven't attended any international event. So I, I told them that each class either has to be interactive so people can um, uh, try themselves if they want uh -huh. to or there has to be a performance like they if they are talking about knife play because there is going to be a couple talking mm -hmm. about knife play and they have done knife play performance before at the parties so they will talk about knife play how they do it then they will present how they are doing it mm -hmm. and uh, it's going to be they went two and a half day long so we will also have two play parties each mm -hmm. each night, Friday night, Saturday night. So they can also play and uh, hopefully uh, the international kingsters will play with the Hungarian kingsters. Because what I've, I have experienced in Rome, I mean, I had great experiences here, but the way other people from Western countries approach BDSM, like the safety and negotiation part is much, much stronger. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it could be that the joy was the same, mm -hmm. but it was, but, but it was still much more because I felt more safe. And I'm not, of course, in Hungary, there are people who care about safety and negotiation, mm -hmm. but uh, mo I believe it's just my subjective opinion. Most of them don't. So I would like to enlighten them. I mean, I would like mainly the 
experienced foreign presenters to bring mm-hmm. the light because uh, there in the Bible there is a saying what I really like from Luke that not Luke Skywalker <laughs> but the other Luke um, that no one can be a prophet in his hometown so I'm like okay they won't listen to me because I'm one of them who am I to tell them mm-hmm. what is good but if I bring people from Canada Norway Portugal the US they will be like okay that guy is from the US so he must know what he's doing and i also really respect those people and i know that they have done much more than i have done so i really hope that uh, they will be able to uh, plant seeds and to our community and i hope that those seeds will become big trees mm-hmm. and and that our community become stronger and uh, i am using this like we'll do more scientific bdsm mm-hmm. i i i mean scientific you have to more aware about anatomy and psychology and mm-hmm. things like that that's why i'm saying scientific oh yeah it takes a great deal of um knowledge and learning and you do have to be aware of all these different elements such mm-hmm. as how the body reacts but also how the ma- mind reacts um a lot of it's like one of the things with pain play is learning how adrenaline affects the body mm-hmm. and how you can tell visibly at what stage of body. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's interesting because things like social and consensual uh, limit discussing limits beforehand is very much a taught behavior that in a lot of like like the US, like you mentioned, there has been a lot of effort put into trying to make it a cultural norm mm-hmm. to talk about things. And it's sort of a handed down tradition. So it's very interesting you talking about trying to sort of almost import tradition. Yeah. Hungarians have a tradition of importing knowledge. Uh, in, in Hungarian history, even from the beginning, first king, St. Stephen, uh, did this, that he imported Christianity. Or we've had an king who imported the Renaissance from, from northern Italy. Uh, we, we've had a, a statesman who imported uh, casinos and horse races from England. So in Hungary, I think... We have a tradition of uh, a person is open-minded and he sees that, oh, the English or American or the Italian are doing it well. He or she is like, okay, well, the best thing that I can do is get what is there and try to import mm-hmm. it and try to sort of make it a little bit more Hungarian. Uh-huh. But you still uh, uh, try to leave the essence of the thing. So I, I think I think it's 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 not uh, it's not stealing. I mean, I think it's not a bad thing because um, I've never said, I will never say that I invented anything. Yes. I will always give the credit to the people who are helping us, who are coming. So I think I cannot think of, of any other way of, because they're, they just started a website, a couple of Hungarian kingsters, and it is about how bad the Hungarian scene is. And they were like, okay... It's going to shock the people and it might change things. And I'm like, I was like, okay, I understand you. But I believe that it's the typical negative Hungarian way of doing things. If something is bad, you should tell the people it's really bad. No, I think first part is good. Okay, something is bad. Tell the people it's bad and try to solve the problem. That's why I'm doing the conference. So, of course, they have the right to think that it's good what they are doing, but I have the right to think that it's better 
if something is not because I agree with them that we have huge problems as we were talking about this. We have to solve the problem and not keep telling the people that you don't do this, you don't do that, you should change this, you should change that. No, it's not our job. I believe that we really need to refer to the Bible for a prophet. We cannot be our own prophets because of socialism and many other things they won't listen to us so i think we have to be a bit more like the americans a bit more positive and trying to to say yes it's possible yes we can change things so i'm really glad that i lived in the us for one year because i think i picked up some of that mentality because many people here and even foreign presenter told me that she won't come because she's not sure that I will be able to pay for her airfare mm-hmm. because she was like, and she was mainly right that she said that she feels like I'm doing the conference alone, which is not true because there is a very nice guy who is doing the web page. I don't know if you have mm-hmm. seen it before. Have you? Uh, not yet, no. Okay, I will send you the, the link. Okay. So I think he has done a perfect job. And there was also a nice lady who did a video for me for the crowdfunding campaign. But yes, she's basically right. Unfortunately, if we only look at the Hungarians, I think I've put in like 80% and there is Dart and some some other uh, international kingsters helping, which which is a great help. If, if you are looking at the Hungarians... I spend like two or two to four hours every day uh, talking and emailing and doing stuff with the conference. But if if you were American, you would say it's not impossible. And see, now I'm talking with you uh-huh. because I have a great American fan and you are a person. And, mm-hmm. and I think most of the Hungarians would have said it's impossible. You, you, it won't be able for you to, to, to be in... Uh, podcasting with with a guy from London. So I, I, I like the American mentality that if you are hardworking, if you are doing it, it will happen. I, I believe in it. it won't happen if you just believe in it and you don't do anything. Yeah. If you are working for it, if you are struggling, then it will that's 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 my opinion about no, this. I think it's very true. It's a matter of unless you actually try and achieve something, nothing's ever going to change. And yep. it ha- it has been very interesting talking to you about this and seeing how different uh, Hungary's is to say the more Western community. Uh, so yes. So is there any way people can contact you about this event? Sure. Um, I have an email address. I'm available on FetLife. I can also uh, give my Facebook profile because I'm not ashamed uh-huh. of who I am, what I am. Um, so I can send like all like website, FetLife link and, and Facebook Facebook link if that's... That'd be wonderful. Thing. Thank you. Okay. So I, I guess it's... It's the end of the interview, if yep. I'm not wrong. Yes, that's okay. correct. It was, it was great talking to you. Just one more question. Sure. About how long will it take for you, or when will you put this up online? Uh, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Okay. And uh, can you can you send me a link where I can find it? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. It was, okay. It was great talking to you, and then uh, I will send you the links on, uh, on Facebook. Oh, brilliant. Keith. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> 
Have a good night.